Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going full comfort for this record. I love it. You've given me really like Rose on the Titanic. Um, <laughs> draw me like one of your French girl vibes. I'm like lying on in the place bed. of rope. Do you know what's also crazy? I've got this very graphic painting in the back of my um, kind of. It's like up above my bed. Yeah. Do you want to describe it, Eli? It is golden, and it is basically a what to me looks like a man masturbating himself. But you're seeing kind of navel to perineum. Thighs, leg spread. <laughs> yeah. And it's by the artist Robbie Hancock. Shout out. And I can't be bothered taking it up and down for specific Zoom calls now. Did you have it um, for breakfast? I took it down for breakfast. Nice. Because that was national TV. <laughs> and, it was, and it was 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but um, I... Yeah, like there's been other interviews where I'll just like sort of position my head in a way that means um, that you can that, mask it, that I can mask it, and that's when that I'm would have been so amazing lazy. for breakfast if you position your head like that, and then right at the end, just as it tips <laughs> on to eight fifty five a.m. because <laughs> it's live as well, so there's nothing yeah. they can do about it. It's not a piece of art where it's like I wonder what that is. It's a piece of art where you see it and you're like, I know what that is. Sometimes people think it's someone holding like a um, butternut squash. <laughs> It could be someone doing pottery, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's, and you know that's what I call it sometimes when I'm now doing that's the deed. what I call um, art. <laughs> we should play the theme song. Cue <laughs> theme song. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a face. It's the mail Welcome along to this week's episode of The Male Gaze. This podcast, I feel like I'm in a real... Would you say I'm in a mood? Yeah, I would say you're in a mood. I was like, okay, wow. I mean, <laughs> I actually was like, maybe I'm in trouble. I was no. running late and then you were running late. And it was like, I was like, okay, maybe I'm fine. But then I ended up running a little bit later than you were running late. So then I was like, well, now I'm in the dog box. No, <laughs> no. I'm just like, I sometimes just get in like revolting moods. Full stop, you know. And I'm oh, like yeah. not mad at anyone. I'm just like, I'm just in a revolting mood. Wow. So, do you get like that? Oh, absolutely. And I get so short with people. It's awful. Especially because I, yeah. I I feel like my energy is joy. I, I would love to have an energy that's just joy and kindness all the time. But no, I can't control it. And sometimes I get so short with people. Hasn't really happened in lockdown so far. You can't help it. And you also can't rob yourself of feeling that way either, right? Like you just have to... Get it. You just have to accept it. I, I always just go like, oh, okay, I just need to be alone because I cannot be around anyone right now. Yeah. And I, I think as well, that. like, maybe it's like, 
we both kind of position ourselves as like beacons of joy and humor and like <laughs> sass. And so sometimes we just feel like depleted, like the well is depleted. It's absolutely gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's sometimes where I'm alone by myself and I'm like, I can't believe I've ever made anyone laugh or smile. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't felt very funny this lockdown at all, Eric. And I felt like the least funny I've ever felt. It's so valid. I think any response is valid. I've done a few. I've been like kind of prolific in a sense, this lockdown, like in terms of content generation. You went hard, you went early. I mean, <laughs> and it's paying off. Her just in this advice. But <laughs> I don't know. It's like only because I have the ability to pivot in those moments. And I don't necessarily think that makes me funny or makes anyone funnier if they can respond in times like that. I think any kind of response is valid. And like, I, it just is not a moment for any, like, uh, no matter what your job is, like a pandemic is no moment to kind of reflect on how well you're doing. No, not at all. Because it's, quote unquote, an unprecedented time. Some people are destroying. I think Ray O'Leary's, I mean, I know you're off Twitter, but Ray O'Leary's tweets, he's changed the game this time. Really? Everyone be impressive. He has a hot take that gets like 2,000 retweets. Like he's just absolutely slaying. And I'm like, go off king. You've been, I mean, you've been a star of the small screen though. Like that's, I don't think that's something to be said. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about this. I was on Shortland Street. You are on Shortland Street. You were on Shortland Street last night. Well, I think that's the end of my arc though. I have a feeling. (laughs) What a terrible exit for that character. He literally like ran off to go talk to someone. Exactly. And I think my that last scene was like four lines or something. Um, Yeah. But unfortunately that is the end of Lance Nichols so far. As we know. Who knows? Nichols. So Beautiful. many people <laughs> giving the very accurate read online saying, this guy's like halfway between Gerald and Damo. And I was like, yeah. You know nah, what? that's homophobic. I, I <laughs> no, don't me. like that. No, it's true. Like, I felt like that. I don't know. A lot of people will comment on my videos being like, you remind me of Josh Thomas. And I'm like, you mean un- the only other gay person you know? Like, Yeah, totally. Absolutely not. Can I tell you about this very iconic interaction I got today on with a fan on the old Instagram? I'd love it. I'd love to hear so, this. So my um latest my latest video is about a character which is like your friend who sucks up to your friend's parents. Yes. Which I think is ultimately like a queer narrative. Like all queer kids desperately wanted to be liked by their friend's parents. It's because you're almost, you're like it's you're putting on a show. Yeah, exactly. And you love authority and you kind of want to be like, you want to be in with the folks. Anyway, so I like, I didn't make it explicitly gay, but the character was me in the video, a Josh Thomas type. Um, And, (laughs) but then when I shared it on my story, I wrote like, when your friend, brackets, probably gay, close brackets, tries to befriend your mum. And this woman shared it back to me. You know, when you're sometimes supposed to send it to someone else, but you actually send it to the person who made the video. Yes, saying because they come up this first is, in the little menu. Yeah, and she goes, this is Nick. And <laughs> then another comment, oh my God, so sorry, was supposed to send this to my daughter. And I was like, amazing that you, <laughs> as the mum, recognise this behaviour in your daughter's friend. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I wonder if Nick... And had the confidence to share that with your daughter. And I love that those relationships exist. How old is the daughter? Is it, is it a high school age daughter, do you reckon? Who is to say? Who is to say? Who is to say? It could be current or it could be like a flat, a throwback Thursday. Amazing. Do you know, I have a, I have a fact of the gay, which I literally found 
seconds before this started, but it's an interesting one. Yeah, shoot. Gender. Jag or marry. <laughs> this. <laughs> Factor the gay. Factor the gay. You wanna, you're going to want to marry this one. I think it's really interesting and a fun thing to share at parties, maybe, in the future. Okay. Until the late 1400s. Quite a while ago, but still, you know, what's that, 600 years? Anyway, the word girl just meant a child of either gender. So if you oh. wanted to differentiate, male children were called knave girls and females were called, get this, gay girls. Wow. But all children were called I girls. I like that. Isn't that cute? I like, bring that back. I yeah, bring like it back. that. I'm going to call I every like- person's child girl from now on. What a lovely little girl. Well, I think in my mind it reminds me of like a chick for a chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or a lamb you mean, for, you a call, la- for a sheep Or your friend's kid's chicks Oh, cool chick <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, this is one of his chicks <laughs> Yeah, that's cute one I think it cubs. makes sense And then it's cubs like a more masculine. Well, then it's a, like a non-binary and all-inclusive term for um, Offspring Offspring Yeah Because <laughs> yeah. we, we were having a conversation around the dinner table Of like non-binary terms for like um, auntie and uncles And like Aunt and do uncle, those yeah, what are are there terms? I think there are terms. I and I'm sure probably people, um, like choose their own terms that they prefer. And also because I, but I was having the discuss. We were discussing also like how we label auntie and uncle as like gendered terms, but they're like are their origins specifically around female and like male? True. You know, like. Or, or is it just like a, a role? Like anyone could be like you know the word auntie gets used in really different ways in different cultures and stuff. Like lots of people can be you know like what is specifically an auntie? What means an auntie? Yeah, we had lots of uncles. Like and when I was growing up, we had Uncle John, who then I'm like 16 suddenly find out he was never related to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just a and friend like, from church. And then like grandma, grandpa, like you know, I just think it's kind of an, it's. It's an interesting landscape that we, I'm sure, already, um, 100% already exists. But, like, I think the conversations will get, you know, as we begin to get older and people who, like, you know, really um, the conversation around, like, non-binary terms and names comes more to the mainstream. We'll, like, learn more and more about it, which is great. Very good. God, I just did a toxic burp. Because I don't like Gunkle. Yeah, no one likes Gunkle. Surely no one likes Gunkle. It's, like, the worst... But I always just feel like the sexual orientation is irrelevant in terms of role of an uncle. I guess so. But I I mean, it's obviously steeped in like stereotypes of gay men that they like will help you buy clothes or whatever. And that is why they're gunkles. Do you feel like your 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 siblings chicks um, yeah. have an immediate advantage because they've got a gay uncle? Unbelievably so. But then also... I mean, how many? What do you? I, surely everyone has a gay uncle now. Surely I just feel like when one. I was in primary school, no, no one, no one had like a queer member of their family, and if they did, immediate advantage or game changer in terms of like, oh, you're just like you already you you don't have to like overcome stigma. You're already ten steps ahead of the conversation with your peers. I'm always jealous of, of, of people that grew up like in the theater because like Di Henwood, right? Wasn't his whole. Yes. His parents were like theatre stalwarts, so he was just like basically around gay people, wonderful people all the time. 100%. And so they're always so comfortable and it's completely normalised. And so mm. 
that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, my sister's chick will have um, such an advantage here. I'm really yeah. running with the term chick. If, yeah, if you I love seen, chick I, I would well. say I'm almost sledgehammering it in. My sister's chicks have had, have also like they've met two boyfriends of mine, so they've they've had which, and this never happened to me growing up. I like, mm. I didn't. I knew like one of my uncles definitely like started dating someone who then became my auntie, but I never like met a partner who kind of became auntie then wasn't anymore. You know, like that kind of vibe. Oh, fascinating! Hundred percent. Never had that as a child. I was always like, my family is so like tip top. Sandwich slice white bread in terms yeah. of like, you know, it's like, <laughs> these are the roles. It's been auntie and uncle and like nothing's changed. And, you know, like it's wow. all the same and it's all like, like the conventional story that we've been sort of force fed. And I'm like, it's so amazing to be like, there's so many different versions. Everyone's, you know, like, and in so many ways it's put me like 500 steps behind. <laughs> yeah. I reckon we had a, cause we, we had a, like a, cool uncle on my mum's side he was 12 years younger than any of the other kids in that family so he was like 20 when we were kids um or in his 20s and still lived with my oma and opa and he had like an amazing library and we'd always go like look at his books and some of his books had like naked people on the cover and i was like this guy is i love a mysterious member of the family yeah just someone that you're like i can't as a kid you're like they scare me and I'm intrigued and I want to know more about them, but I also don't want to get close to them. And then you find out that they're like a poet or, mm. you know, and they're like in a, you know, a serial, like they, oh, <laughs> a serial killer. <laughs> they're in a serial box. Um, Cause I have an amazing auntie who like has lived in like so many different countries. She lived in Brunei and flew me and my uh, youngest sibling That's there. That's right. I remember that. Infamous she, trip to Brunei. Infamous trip to Brunei. She also like famously sleeps two to three hours a night. And that is like an active choice that she decided to do. And I don't know what she's busy doing, but that is like one of her things is that she only sleeps a couple of hours every night. That's her kink to be That's a little bit kink. tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be constantly exhausted. <laughs> How's your sleep going in lockdown? Do you go to bed earlier? I go to bed about, uh, we kind of bring it a little bit later. So for us, it's about 11.30. Nice. Light, lights out of sleep. But usually, you know, like we're aiming to get to bed around 10.30. It's bedtime. And I will get up. I will be like awake at 7.30. That's um, awesome. I will be, this morning I got up at 10 to 7. And that's not an alarm going off. That is me waking, you know. That's amazing. I don't this, know if it is amazing. Well, this time definitely makes me realize that I, because I get up at six, normal, normal life, when normal life resumes. That's amazing. Go to the gym before work. Like that is the routine that I've gotten myself into. But now I get up at 8.30 to start work at 8.45. Like I, <laughs> but that's what it should be. That's the yeah. joy. Like if we're, if we have to live this in our prime, we are in our prime. We are in our prime. 30s. Famously 30. your prime. <laughs> then we get to, there should be some reward. And we shouldn't have to, like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we guilting ourselves? So, like, we'll be like, oh, my God, I'm sleeping. And you're like, you're in a fucking pandemic in, the, in your 30s. Like, yeah. this is so unfair. There should be some advantage. You should be able to win in some way. I read a toxic article, though. Amazing. Okay, go yeah, off. I could just go oh, away for myself. I googled toxic it's about articles. How skinny bodies are. 
<laughs> I um, this was about how um, and I just don't know what the answer here is. And this was about how like you might be entering lockdown thinking I can uh, like bank some sleep hours. Like if you sleep longer for a, a few weeks, then you're kind of like banking up energy. Um, and then it was like you can't do that. The only way to change your sleep habits is to change them regularly. If you sleep in in the weekends, you're going to kill yourself. Like you know, like it was just like you're going you to kill s- yourself if you what? what? No, <laughs> you're you kill sleep your- and in the weekends you're going to die early. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty no! much. Why? You're cursed. It was like oh, you need to sleep toxic. basically the same hours every night, and if you've ever lost any sleep, you can never recover. It's gone forever. Um, I, yeah, screw that to me. I, I mean, when I did Celebrity Treasure Island, um, starting Monday so night, eight Monday night, seven thirty TV, t- seven PM TV, t- seven thirty. Have you had a screener because you work for the news? I was going to tell you, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Great. Yeah. You're going to watch it with everyone, or you're going to watch it on your own? No, I'm going to watch it on my own. We can't really do anything as a community. Oh, you mean I could, sh- I could show it to Joey and Laura? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Your yeah. flatmates. Have you got to I- see it early? No, this would be getting someone in trouble. <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any episodes. But, but if I worked like, hard enough, I reckon I could find someone who has a screener. Yeah. Let's just say. And I could get like an email sent to me with the episodes. But if that was sent to me, I think I've decided that I'm going to wait till Monday. And so I deleted the email. That's gorgeous. I'm really proud of you for that. <laughs> that didn't happen. That was hypothetical. That was purely hypothetical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great. Um, what I was going <laughs> to say was, oh, I'm kind of doing- sad to watch. I'll I'll watch it tomorrow, and then I will probably watch it again on Monday because it's going to be an event with a capital V, like the cinema. Let me just say, it's annoying knowing how good it of a show it it's it could be from my experience of what I experienced. Mm. Um. From my experience of what I experienced, beautiful. Yeah, no, put that on, put, actually, put that on a t-shirt. Put. Actually, put it on a <laughs> From t-shirt. From my experience of my experience, <laughs> a, a memoir by Chris Parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets so good, but like the first episode is just like so much set up, and I just worry that you know Kiwi audiences or whatever just will lose patience. But I'm just like, you have to hold on. Like, yeah. episode two, lit. Like so. Off lit like amazing can you remind me how the format works yeah so um there's three and this is good for actually our audiences you know listening as well this isn't just a friend chat yeah there's three teams yeah and, and you're on the are, comedians team <laughs> they were they were the legends the bosses and the jokers <laughs> and so <laughs> basically i'm like it was so like unfair in my eyes who's legends buck shelford buck shelford angela bloomfield? angela bloomfield like mm. basically olympians and like fit as fuck actors who Sick. are all you know it's just like crazy and then there's the bosses, which was basically like art green lance Savali, edna like these amazing like again just like full psycho like a types <laughs> who get up at 6 a.m. and like run and then yeah. a bunch of like depressed comedians the jokers <laughs> who have come out of a lockdown and have spent like basically months eating chips and watching youtube and were not ready <laughs> for a competition you know <laughs> and um every day there is three challenges there's yeah. a um you wake up in the morning there's a 
charity challenge for one specific team where you got the opportunity to win 5k for your chosen charity and that's like a fun party game (laughs) usually and then there was a team challenge which everyone had to do which would be like you know like team versus so three teams going against each other doing something insane usually like involving planks and balls and hoops and obstacle courses and then and balancing stuff and then there was all those eh? i want to know Okay, her name is Ellen, and I her tone is a, and she oh, has so, a oh, talk on. show. <laughs> <laughs> she has a talk show. She is a lesbian, though. I found out. <laughs> wow, and I was amazed. So I don't know if I should say any of this. Oh, who cares? It's my podcast. Um, so our podcast. <laughs> Keep doing that about Michael and I's wedding. I've been like, so for my wedding, our wedding, <laughs> and then at the end of that team challenge, the team that wins gets like a food reward usually. And Intense. yeah, and they and they get to pick who goes up head to head in the elimination. So when there's three teams, yeah, they get to pick a member from either team that lost, a member from wow. each to go up against each other in a challenge, and whoever loses goes home. Sometimes the the team self elect who's in the bottom two, right? As well, when there's two teams, mm. then you have to pick someone from your team and someone from the opposition team. If yeah. there's two teams. Because that I remember that from the last season that people would be like, we'll put up our tough, amazing person and choose their weak piece of shit person. And then the weak piece of shit person would take out the tough person in lots of uh, tight moments. That's I can't it. wait. I can't wait. It's really fun. It was it was so like it's so um intense. The ad it's is like pretty much all your crying. talking heads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you happy you shut scared my trap. And crying. Once I don't shut my trap once. <laughs> That's what you got to do, though. So, but the amazing thing is, like, if you go up for elimination, basically matches, and the host will be like, "You have to do this and this and this, and if you fail, you get eliminated." And it's really serious, and you're like gonna vomit. And then they're like, "And cut!" And then Alan, who's in charge of the challenges would walk up and go, okay, guys, so this is how it works. So you got the ball and, and she just very dryly like explain the challenge. <laughs> it was like very antithetical, 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 and oh, oppositional way to like the energy that Matt's given it. It was like, it was so good. I was like, I'm not going to jump in and I'm help. I'm not going to chip in. I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to actually watch my friend drown. Struggle. Yeah. And that's who you would be on the island, you know? Yeah, just watch everyone struggle. I I would be so bad, I reckon. I reckon I'm bad at almost everything in a in that kind of scheme. So am I. You know, like we all are. But yeah. you'd be surprised. I yeah. I can't wait to show I think I'm gonna show a side of my personality that only select people get to see. Wow. Which is like my immediate family. My closest friends. Yeah. Which is me hot-headed. <laughs> You're great. That deserves to be on TV. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
the energy of the beginning of this podcast, very much you will get to see, you know, <laughs> just me in a full mood. That was brought to the island. It was brought to the island. Oh, oh, well, I can't bloody wait. It's going to be awesome. The timing's really worked out. Everyone's going to be at home. TV it's so on. good to like um to be there supporting Rainbow Youth as well, which is a great charity. What um, do they do? Um, I think that they're they're like um, a Christian organization <laughs> who um, <laughs> um, you know that I mean I, I I always say this, but I don't know if it's still true. I think, but at the time when Tamati Coffee won. Dancing with the Stars. It was the biggest donation that Rambo Youth has ever gotten. It is amazing. How much yeah. was it? I think it was fifty. I think it was fifty k. Wow, that's Maybe, yeah. amazing. Pretty sick, eh? God, that's good. Yeah. Did you did you consider? Were you considering a group of charities, or were you like, ping? I know. Um, it's so hard. Like. To have to decide, I re- like it's it's so tough um, because you want to support all the charities, and mm. there's so many great like queer charities, like you know, um, is it Gender Minorities Aotearoa or um, yeah, you go body uh, positive, you go body outline. positive outline, yeah. So you just kind of go like ah, and then I was just like, uh, I, I've already had like a relationship with Rainbow Youth in the past for other work and I was like I'm just going to continue that relationship and I feel like they do a good spread in terms of they're in the schools as well and they and they like work alongside like government sometimes to help like give feedback and stuff so I was like I just want to keep supporting that charity. Yeah, great call. I don't the good thing about like what it seems like from my outward observation is that like a lot of the queer charities don't seem to be like fighting each other for the money. No, um, definitely so not. that's good. Unless it's like um, Pride organisations, Auckland Pride organisations. <laughs> I'm meant to be at Pride right now. I'm meant to be at Winter Pride. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, I think it was tomorrow. Yeah, flying down tomorrow and doing a show on Saturday night. I think was what I was going to oh, do. God. We were saying we weren't. We looked into it because um, my boyfriend was going to come as well because I had a free hotel. So I was like, just fly ta- fly down and we'll hang out um, and go skiing even. Um, but then we looked into it and our hotel was like right by the airport, so it would have been a little bit of a we might have had to rent a car or something. I don't no. know. I, don't I mean, know. you could do it digitally. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll zoom in. You could just do a Zoom gig. I got offered a Zoom gig the other day, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> emotionally, I'm not unhappy right now, but I can't do a Zoom gig. <laughs> how I will is, be if like, I do a Zoom gig. How's the vibe in your did, bubble? Great last night. Oh, do you want to know what I did last night? Please tell me. Someone from Stuff sent me a gin tasting set. So I had nine mystery bottles of gin and some tonic. And then I had to like taste them, rank them in order. I can't wait till it comes out to reveal because I was like, cause, well, you know, you're like, I want to like the fanciest ones. And, and I hope the ones that I didn't like are the, are the cheap shitty ones. But what if it's a complete flip? And I put it in my notes. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a cheap gnarly one. So and someone's doing an article and they got you to try... And they like yeah. sent it to a bunch of people to see if they could tell. Yeah. And they were like, are you a gin drinker? And I was like, yes. But then when I filled out the form, they were like, what's your favorite type of gin? And I was like, God, I don't even know what my favorite type of gin is. <laughs> I, just I think anyone is a gin. Like if someone was like, are you a drinker? I was like, I, I drink gin. Yeah. Does that, make, does that make you necessarily a gin drinker? I wouldn't know the notes of gin. I'm just like, does it burn me as I drink it? And then I know I, I put a bit too much in. I think it's either, and Laura was helping me, and we we drank them together. We 
and we got drunk. And uh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> they're either like herby or they're like floral or they're like citrus or kind of some can be kind of peppery. Did you have them neat? No, no, with tonic, all with tonic and lemon. Mm. And my favorite was number six, which was kind of like that one was kind of a little bit of rosemary and few. That was quite a herby one. And I, I go Ooh, off of that. I go hope it's Gordon's. It'd be so crazy if it was, eh? It'd be so good. I love watching um, Taskmaster. Also an amazing TV show to be watching. Show. And the latest episode that involves a challenge and, and you can use a compass and watching um, Guy Montgomery use a compass for the first time and learning that he can't use one and doesn't know how it works. But actually <laughs> it was broken. Like it was, it was a trick. But I... I was like, there's something amazing as an adult learning that you can't do something or you don't know how something actually works. And it's like quite humiliating. And I think for me, like I still can't really do wine tastings and gin tastings and stuff like that. Like I just, I can't, I can't tell. I can't tell. And I pretend, but I can't really taste the difference. Can you tell the difference between like a Pinot Noir and a Syrah and a Merlot? No. And it's the but I can tell they, they can taste different. But I wouldn't be able to be you can like, tell a Chardonnay, right? I can taste tell a Chardonnay, and it, to a sad for sure. But then I couldn't tell the difference between different Chardonnays. Mm, true. Like I can taste, I could be like those taste different, but my brain can't be like that. That one is more this, and therefore is better. Mm. I'm just like they both taste like wine, and I guess one is less offensive to me than the other. But that thing that could be more offensive could be better, more yeah. expensive. I and, gotta tell you. We did yeah. it in Martinborough the other week, just pre-lockdown. Oh. And I and I love I actually loved it. Tannins. I learned about tannins. Yeah. I learned, you know, this is a crazy fact about wine. They basically try and put the vines in a situation where they think they're about to die. And that's how they make the best fruit. So they Amazing. deliberately stress the vines out. And that's how you get good wine. Do you know what I was thinking a little bit about? Because on my walk, um, I walk through Gribblehurst Park sometimes. Where is that? Um, I'm not going to tell Where you. Where is that? No, it's um, in Sandringham. Yeah. Mm, gorgeous. And there's a bunch of rose bushes there. And they get pruned. Rose bushes get pruned right to the base, basically. Like just before, I think probably in the like end of winter time. I'll be doing the same thing once I get out of lockdown. On my pubic hair. Shaving it right. You're going to shave it right down to the the base. (laughs) And then it grows. This is the Boris Bush, not Eli's pubes. It grows like right back within like a month or a couple of months. But I was like, it's so interesting that this thing, and I was trying to pull a metaphor out of it. Where I was like, amazing to be like knocked back, right back mm. to where you think you cannot survive anymore. And that actually at that point is where you'll do your most growth. And that's and that's how I make work, actually. That's how I make work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually why I have such great pubic hair as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it comes right back. Um, a very famously long pubic hair. Uh, I've been walking. I walk... Um, up past Discovery, past TV3, and say hello to our old work. <laughs> go up, and then I go down K Road, and I, I've been going on the cemetery. I've been exploring the cemetery, Ooh. the K Road Cemetery, which did you know they, um, you know, St. Benedict's Church, Red Not Brick personally. Church in yes. Eden Terrace, that used to, the cemetery used to be like 
go from there to where it is. And then they had to take out a whole chunk of the cemetery to put the motorway in. And so now there's a huge, um, like a, like a big, um, I don't know what you call it. A big grave for like 300 Mass people. grave? Because they had to move them all. And some of them Ooh. they didn't know the names of. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, rough, Oh, my huh? God, I hate that. Yeah. And because oh. they built it at that corner of K Road because that was um, uh, that was like far, far away from town at this point. And that's where you build cemeteries. You build them as far away from where people are as possible. So... Where, how did you learn this? Um, they've got little information things all around the cemetery. There's wow. Oh my path. God, you're learning and growing. Yeah. I actually would love that. I would love like an audio walk. So someone's like, maybe we should get into that. Like you and I are like, and now you're walking down towards K Road. This is a famous street. You know, like we do like an audio mm. guide. We'll be like, I'm that's probably- where... That's where the gay bar legend was for a few months and then it closed. <laughs> I actually moved to Auckland after that had closed. Um, just, sorry, just chipping in there. Also, there was once a a um, a dry bar above family. Do you remember that? What was that called? Dry bar. Like an, an alcohol-free bar, basically, which meant that they could stay open later. Hmm. So Again, it was I an alcohol-free bar, but that. not for people to be, who were sober. For, for people at the end of the night, they could go there and hang out because it was legally allowed to stay open because it wasn't serving alcohol. I feel like my audio guide tour just would have no facts. It would just be like, and you can see the Sky Tower there again. And that is my favorite building of Auckland because it is <laughs> iconic. And <laughs> <laughs> Take a photo Beautiful. and upload it to your Instagram. <laughs> And be like, wow, loving the Sky Tower tonight. That right there is a Federal Deli. It's the only place I ever go out for a meal because I can't be bothered learning about new places. <laughs> I went there only on the advice of someone else. And that's how I eat all my meals is just on how other people recommend things and never on my own intuition. And that was seven years ago. <laughs> it's amazing that like people, I was thinking about this with skincare. Because I will only be influenced for skincare. Like I'll just mm. use a product that has been recommended for me, or by like, or someone has talked about online. I'll be like, okay, I'll use that one. But the influencers, like, I guess they just get shit sent to them that they promote for free, obviously. And I can always tell that stuff because it will be, you know, hashtag ad and gifted. But the yeah. stuff that isn't, I'm just like, they just what? Did they just buy it? And we're like, we'll try this. I love this. In which case, as soon like, as someone we could says, just do that more. As soon as one of them says something along the lines of like, I don't say this about every product and I would never endorse a product that I don't love. Yes. Anytime that gets said, I'm like, well, I'm sold. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you are an amazing influencer. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. This is a great performance. We were talking about this last night. I think it was Brinley Stent who was just like, I think people like to be influenced. <laughs> and I was like, I guess so. Like we do mock influencers a lot, yeah. but we are constantly like, can someone please tell me what is the best laundry detergent to use? You know, like, well, like there's not really like a huge distinction between like Metro's top 50 restaurants and this person telling you what's going to use, you know, it's just someone else telling you what's good. And in that way, you know, Metro is an influencer. Metro is an influencer. Take the birth have they back. hashtag ad? Have they hashtag ad? Because I don't think they have. I we love Metro. New, the, the top 50 restaurants is actually out today. 
and a great time to not be able to go to eat any of them. <laughs> but when they do reopen, <laughs> for sure. Excited. Oh my get, god, my boyfriend's in fucking level three. I can't believe. It. I can't believe it. Do you know what though? I can't fuck with this. Like, finally, takeaways. I'm like, what? What? Grow. Up, I, I grow agree. Up. I agree. I'm like, you like, know, when the last time I. I, I'm not getting KFC as soon as it's open. No, no. Who is like literally like, oh, we're going to come wait for McDonald's. Like, grow up. What are I you? Gotta say though, no, but you know what I did see the other day, yesterday even, <laughs> either today or yesterday, one of the two days that it's been level three, a fish and chip shop that had built a slide that they slide you your fish and chips down so they're contactless. Love I love and that. I loved it. And yeah, I don't really I love want a KFC. steaming hot bag of paper I, being l- <sighs> jetted onto my genitals. You don't have to sit down <laughs> in the car. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. I think but do you remember uh, no, as a kid you used to sit with the fish and chips on your lap, and it would like just yes. get hot and steamy. We used to it used to be a fight for the kid who because we were just like round the corner, so like one of us would walk down and pick them up, and then you could like hold it warm to your bod. <laughs> but I really d- I do love fish and chips, and I can- I actually it got me amped for fish and chips. Uh, every time I have fish and chips, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait, and then I eat it, and then I'm like, fuck, I feel disgusting. Mm. It'll okay. do it. It'll do it. I I think it's because I once ate too many fish and chips that I threw up in my sleep, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's a true story. <laughs> that's that's so sad. I'm so sorry. And I rolled in it for hours, and then um woke up, went into my mum's room. I'm not like 20 in the story. I'm like 11. Yeah. And it was like I was like 14, and I was like, Mum, I think my mattress has exploded. And um, what she did was you think like, was inside your mattress? <laughs> Well, like foam, because I was rolling in mashed, regurgitated mashed potato Ooh. and all the chips. And mum was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> like, no, you've vomited all over yourself. You disgusting child. Like, get in the, sh-. and so I had to stand in the shower and like shower off all this vomit while she changed the sheets. And at that point, I'm not having chicks for that you reason. No, I, I used to vomit every type of potato, including hot chips. Every form, to- like, gratin, mash. Yeah, gratin, mash. Well, we didn't wow. have gratin at my house, but we had a lot of mash and I would puke it up. But hot chips as well. I could eat crisps. like ripples, potato chips, crisps I could eat. But every other kind I would throw up. And so the fact that I now love fish and chips is actually a huge um, story of me overcoming. Um, I was thinking some- about this with me and dogs. I used, to, I used to be terrified. of If I saw a dog in the distance, I would freeze and go the opposite way. I used to be scared of dogs as well. I think it's a gay thing. Yeah. There were some scary, scary ones on my paper run. Are you gay? And are were you afraid yes. of dogs? Please let us know. Oh, sorry, that wasn't a question to you. <laughs> are you gay? <laughs> Episode if you were gay and of were afraid of dogs as a child, please let us know. And just with the simple, I was, um, I was afraid of dogs. If you know, you know. Hashtag male guys. <laughs> and get that all in there. And let you let's get it all in there. And, and there's actually two hashtags in there. So it's actually You're hashtag. Right. I was afraid of dogs. If you know, you know. Hashtag male gaze. I am. Um, I've got to say, you know what pisses me off more than anything, especially in this lockdown. I'm seeing a lot of Instagram stories of people hashtagging "if you know, you know" or writing "if you know, you know," and I don't know. And I'm like, well, don't <laughs> let me see this because I don't know. <laughs> well, that's just why it's there, you know, to really to differentiate. And clearly, you're one of those that don't know. But then you don't notice things. But why don't you just DM it to the people that know? Well, because that could be hundreds it. of people. Oh, maybe. I am. Um, I am. I have definitely noticed things like when you when you're going on the same walk every day. You know, I notice houses on my street that I'm like, oh, I've never noticed that that house is fucking weird, or like, 
and then would you take a photo of it and be like, if you know, you know. Yeah, put it out on the gram <laughs> and everyone's messaging me like, was like we I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> And you this should do house. one that's just like something very specific and then say, if you know, you know. And then another one like an hour later, it's like, oh, it looks like only I knew. <laughs> <There's> <gasps> a house, we were um, going to do just... our challenge. Oh. Should we yes. do this? Okay. okay. Today's a great day. To, and we could set the rules and then we could like set it up over the weekend or what have you. Yeah, great. And then it could be like fresh to launch. So. This is here's... huge. This is huge. This is the biggest thing we've ever done on the pod. Shit. Hold on. Drum roll. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> that was me doing a drum roll. Oh, could you not hear that? What I just pressed? <laughs> I, I could, but I don't, I don't think the sounds come through on the <laughs> eventual podcast. So I think we gotta we gotta not use the soundboard. <laughs> well, we're like da 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 da. Okay. <laughs> Eli and I want to have a colder competition. Mm. Is that what you call it? A competition? It's definitely a competition. This I was inspired by it. a recent Instagram post that Eli did where he took a photo of him working him working out, which is actually illegal in lockdown. A yep. photo of him working out. Lock me up. In the garage. Um, and it was a reflection of him in, from a, in a, a very dirty filthy mirror. mirror. Filthy <laughs> mirror. And I said, "You look, this slides you back on the Kinsey scale. Like, this makes you seem really straight, in my straight opinion. Straight as hell. Yeah. And then that got the old brains ticking and we've decided we're going to have a competition which is called what? <laughs> called who can seem straight on Instagram. Who can seem straight? Hashtag if you know you know hashtag the male gay is scared of dots. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be like straight eye for the gay gram or you know, yeah yeah um, um, or cat straight fished or straight fish is not bad. Are you smarter? Um, are you straighter than a Six-year-old, you know. A hundred grams of straight. <laughs> Who? The straightest gram. The stra- oh, we'll figure it out. Insta-butch. Insta-butch. Okay. Hashtag insta-butch. Eli and I are going to have a competition. We're going to set up Instagram accounts that you can New follow. New Instagram accounts, yeah. New Instagram accounts that you can follow. And our goal is to make... Um, these fake personalities, kind of like Lonely Girl, if you remember that. Like a, um, great reference. Who can seem the most straight? I think if if you go if it's and too much like Lonely Girl, I don't think you're win. Straight Instagram. What's that? If it's too much like Lonely Girl, I don't think you're going to win the competition because good <laughs> no, no. tell you, that was some gay stuff. Okay. Also, so, putting a Kiwi on the map, Lonely Girl, that was amazing. Like, where is she now? First YouTuber. I don't know. So, Queen of the Week. Queen of the week, hundred percent. Queen of the week, lonely girl. <laughs> Insta Bush is a challenge between Eli and I to see who can create the most convincing Instagram of a straight man. Yes. So we will both create Instagram accounts. You can follow them both, and we're going to leave the power up to you guys to decide who created the most convincing straight Instagram. Yes. Have you had any thought? Like, we haven't set them up, so we can't have the names. We can't tell you who to follow. But maybe we'll do like another podcast, like real soon, where we like launch it. And here's, I mean, what's going to make this really tricky is that um, I reckon between the two of us, we probably follow about five straight men on Instagram in total. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I follow a straight Instagram account. My, I think maybe my brother. I've actually already picked in my mind a, an Instagram account to to base this off. 
I don't know even what my bio is going to be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, I don't even think my brother has Instagram anymore. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to have to do some serious research. Now that's the straightest thing you can do is not have an Instagram. An Instagram. <laughs> Cause you're going to actually fucking look up. Um, Cause yeah, like, I don't know, world like out there, man. Or, there's a full world out there. And I just feel There's like I'm losing all this time on my phone. And I'm like, yeah, on your phone is where the culture is at. Yeah. That's how you find out what's going on. Okay, great. So we will, let's do another like short, like let's say five minute podcast, which will like tell you where to follow the accounts. But uh-huh. Elon, I'm going to do some research. We're going to set up the accounts now. So da, 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 let the games begin. begin. Or let the gains begin. That's what a straight man would say. The way you said it, though, was gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I hope you're excited for that. Um, we are. And, and maybe actually no one's listening to the podcast anymore, in which case a fun game between the two of us. Yeah, just a fun thing for us to do. Um, is it? Th- I, did want to give an, I did want to give an official Queen of the Week in this episode. No, it's Lonely Girl. Okay. Who is the Jack of the Week? The Jack of the Week for me is... The producer of our um, Drag Race Down Under the Covers podcast, Jonathan Price, who's got two songs nominated for the Silver Scroll. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. And a, a and a Jack of the Week. And a Jack of the Week. A true Jack of the Week. Jack of the Week. <laughs> we just work our way down. <laughs> the 10 of the I'm Week a, is. <laughs> 10 of the Week. Who is our Joker of the Week? Okay, brilliant. <laughs> so let's go set up these accounts. Um, any words of wisdom to end this podcast on, Eli? Um, you should um, live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm going to say you should live, laugh, save. <laughs> wow. Live, save laugh, love, save. Save, save <laughs> your documents. Always save what your documents. Save. Love you all. Love you, babies. Keep calm and carry on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.